All right, folks, welcome, 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 welcome. This is episode 295 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern, Atlanta Falcons football. I, hopefully, you guys had a pretty good weekend. My weekend was pretty subtle. Had time to play with my son and went out for a little bit. All this other good stuff. This is why this back room is still, I mean, this room up here is still kind of junky a little bit because having a toddler, that's how it is, playing with him. It's always a good time, so can't, wouldn't trade it for the world. And, uh, it's, it, you know, life without football is kind of it's kind of weak. You know, it's like it, it sucks. But, hey, this is the long stretch of this year that we go through where we wait for all the good things to start to turn about about your favorite team. And hopefully football gets back up and swinging like normal and we all get excited. So um, good times, good times. Once again, welcome to the First and Frame Rate Show. If this is your first time here, take a, and take into consideration to subscribing to the channel, whether it be on YouTube or Rumble. And if you like the audio side of things and want to listen to it on audio platform, I am on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So you can listen to all those avenues as well. Still trying to expand where else I want to put this podcast so it can reach everyone. So hopefully that's going to be in the making. Uh, also, if you really want to support the podcast, all the links are down in the description as far as monetary value. If you want to donate, all those avenues are, link, are down in the description. Also, with the podcast side of things, if you want to download, it can auto download for you. If you subscribe on some of these platforms, I can't tell you which one. I can't remember. I think all of them do it. But if it auto downloads, as soon as I put this up, it'll be already ready for you to listen to. So that's always awesome. So hopefully you guys will... um you know, take the time and consider subscribing to the podcast. All right. We're going to talk about today, a Georgia Southern player who has was a quarterback. He was a quarterback. And with all the quarterback moves and changes and additions to Georgia Southern, he decided to move the defensive back. And I think that's really, really cool. We're going to talk about him a little bit, get some background on his, uh, his high school career. Cause he didn't play much for Georgia Southern. Then, you know, he didn't play at all, actually. And we're going to talk about what it means for the defense of Georgia Southern. How does this fare for the Georgia Southern defense? And what is it? how does it work out for him? Because he was a quarterback and in high school, he was pretty good. And, you know, he didn't get to see to play in time for Georgia Southern. We'll talk about that, why that happened as well. So let's go ahead and get into this. Quincy Bonner um, from Meadow Creek High School um, from Latonia, Georgia. Um, I watched some of his tape because I did not, he didn't have any tape for George Southern and of uh, high school. He, he played pretty good. And I understand why he came to George Southern. His style of play would work out very, would have worked out very well under Doug rules. He kind of came in through the same mantra of a shy words or a uh, Justin Tomlin. And even in some cases, a cam ransom. I mean, he can throw the ball. He can run pretty well too. And um, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. I, you know, First of all, if you want to be a defensive back, you got to have some speed. Well, Quincy Bonner has some speed. He can run pretty well. Um, I've watched him in his uh, highlight reel where he threw like 80-yard touchdowns. And he turned right back around and run for 80 yards. So as a dual-threat quarterback, I understand why he was why he decided to uh, commit to Georgia Southern. Uh, initially, he was at Army West Point, and I thought that was a pretty um, interesting as well for him starting his college career. Uh, uh, education at Army West Point and then he moves over to Georgia Southern where he didn't get to play for obvious reasons we had other quarterbacks in the fray so I, I do get that um a little bit of his high school career 
named second team all uh, all area for the seven seven A level of as at the Atlanta at by the Atlanta Journal Constitution as a sophomore led his team to the first playoff berth in school history and back to back winning seasons. Um, recorded the most passing yards as a quarterback in school history. Rated number eighty six as a dual threat quarterback in the country by twenty four seven Sports. But you know how that is. They. 24-7 sports is really weird as far as their rating players, but, you know, that's a whole other story. I don't want to get into that. Also competed in track and field, and he's a school record holder in 110 hurdles. It's pretty interesting. So he's a pretty good athlete, and um, he can play pretty good at quarterback as well from what I've seen. But with all things going on with, you know, Kyle Van Trees, uh, you still got Cam Ransom, you got Brooks Pangle, you got Zach Roseman, you got so many quarterbacks that are in line to be quarterbacks for Georgia Southern. Quincy Bonner decided to move over to defensive back. Um, kind of similar to what Kent, Sam uh, Sam Kenderson did last year when he was a quarterback and he decided to move over to wide receiver. So what does this mean for Quincy Bonner and the defense? I think with Quincy Bonner, I think he's basically showing that he could be versatile in every um, instance. He doesn't necessarily sit there and say, hey, I have to be a quarterback or else. Because there are some guys that do that. There are some guys that, that are willing to like, well, not willing, they're unwilling to remove what they feel like they're claiming to be. They feel like they want to be a quarterback. It is what it is. That's what they're going to be. Vice versa, whatever the case may be. But one thing about Georgia Southern, and I notice these type of guys that they bring in, they are always willing to move around and do some things. I mean, I know a lot of people don't really talk about this, but Alex Bowen from the same area in the Atlanta area was uh, recruited as a quarterback for Georgia Southern, ended up moving to wide receiver. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. And and do we need to really talk about Najee Thompson? I mean, he's everywhere from special teams, defense, and offense. So you got players that – you know, that are willing to move around and do things. And I think that's really, really cool to not only just be, um, try to your best to be a contributor, but trying to contribute in various ways, you know, whatever you have to do to make things happen. Um, so what, like I said, what does this mean for Quincy? I think Quincy would do okay at defensive back. One thing for certain, um, with his size, he's at six foot two, 185, Pounds, so he's going to be a big defensive back. Not only that, uh, you can't, you, you can never have enough defensive backs in in football. I don't care what kind of level you're playing from from uh, middle school prep, high school, uh, professional, college, CFL, XFL. I don't care. You can never have enough defensive backs because these guys are always having to worry about the passing game, and the passing game is basically what is. You know, uh, taking over this entire mantra of football. Not, not you. You find some people. You find some teams that can run the ball very, really well. I mean, you, like the Army West Points of the world. Um, Georgia Southern is another one that that was able to run the ball very well. But when you look at the the plight of of football, everybody wants to throw the ball. Everybody wants to be aggressive in the passing game. So. Not only just to have another defensive back, but somebody of his size and him putting in that work to try to be better. And then you turn around and you got guys like our defensive coordinator and 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 um and coach Kevin Whitley. Um you you got a recipe for some very good um you got you got a recipe for very good results when it comes to um 
developing players. Like I said, I'm going to get back. Will Harris, and you turn right back around, you have Kevin Whitley. Both of them are cornerback cornerback coaches at heart. And Will Harris is known for pushing guys into the NFL. Kevin Whitley, eye for talent, and can develop defensive backs. I think they're going to probably have a really good, you know, they're going to have a really good time trying to get him uh, converted from quarterback to defensive back. If you look at, if you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble, you can look into the uh, on the screen. I mean, look who's in the background watching him right there. You know, you got you know Coach Will Harris watching him going through drills. So this is what I'm talking about. You're going to have a really good situation here where um, I think we're going to get to see. What I think Will Harris, I mean, not Will Harris, I think Quincy Bonner is going to be a really good uh, test or really good observation to see what Kevin Whitley and Will Harris can do together as far as developing cornerbacks and guys in the secondary. Now, I don't know if if uh, Bonner is going to be necessarily a cornerback, but with his size at six foot two, I don't see why he can't play like a safety position. I would like to see how he tackles. Uh, I would like to see how he actually um, covers. If one of those are balanced out where one, he's a better cover than a tackler, he may end up being like um, a, a cornerback. Or if he can tackle a little bit better, he may play a little bit of strong safety. So, I mean, but he definitely has the size. He does have the quickness. So, with that being said, it's going to be really, really interesting. Now, on top of this, he has played cornerback. I mean, he played quarterback in high school. But how do we know how athletic he really is? I mean, yes, he's a dual threat quarterback. But how athletic he already is to be ahead of that curve of the development for him to be uh, somewhat of a, you know, a safety or a a cornerback. It's going to be really interesting. This, This situation right here is probably like the situation I'm keeping my eye on the most. Because I think this is going to be like, you're really going to get the gauge and see how well Coach Whitley and Coach Harris is, is how well they do as far as implementing and um, uh, teaching a player of this type of magnitude. I think this is going to be really um, telling to see how well these guys can coach. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that the jury's out on those two guys. No, I mean, they're, they're already accomplished in what they can do. I can't tell you how many times I've told you um, the type of cornerbacks that came through Georgia Southern other Kevin under Kevin Whitley. I can't tell you how many times, you know, Will Harris has actually developed cornerbacks out of the University of Washington. I already said this before that I think he has two cornerbacks that are at Washington now going to be two first rounders. So he knows what he's doing. Willie knows what they're doing. So it's not like an indictment on like, oh, I see what they do. And, and and this is going to be a test to see how well they do. No, I think this is going to be, this is going to be a situation where you will get to see exactly what they're capable of as far as developing players. Not only with Bonner, when you look at these other guys that are coming out, like Ashton Whitner, what they're going to be able to do with the Derek Canteen who's coming back from injury. You know, you're going to get to see the development. But I think I have an eye on this one a little bit more because he's coming from the offensive side of the game to the defensive side of the game. And it looks like he's he's ready to put in work because he's, he seems like he's pretty determined. I watched a couple of things he put on Twitter, and it's like, He's ready to take that challenge. And in most cases, you want that type of player. You want that type of player to come in and just play football. 
you know, some guys are just destined to be quarterbacks. Some guys are destined to be running backs. You know, if a guy is a edge rusher who can um uh, get at the quarterback, you you know these type of players who can, you know, that are destined to do a specific position. But you have some guys who are willing to learn and do things differently when when their name and number is called. You know, that's why I, you know, I was, you know, I'm really high on Najee Thompson. I'm very high on him. I've been high on him for a while now. And, um, I remember the, the spotlight video I did on him and it was, um, it was amazing. It's amazing to see him make that transition until he got hurt, which was, uh, really unfortunate. But you will see Najee Thompson do things on special teams. Then you turn right around and he'll do something on defense. Then you turn right around and make amazing catch on offense. I mean, utilizing your skills in every way imaginable, not only that it just helps the team, but it keeps the other teams guessing. You know, when Najee Thompson, number six, you don't know where he is on the field, but when you find out where he is on the field, you better watch out because you don't have a game plan for that. You don't have a game plan to figure out what he's going to do when he's um out there. You thought you was going to be able to get that cover, uh, get that touchdown, but he covers up and gets that interception. You know what I'm saying? You thought he had him. You thought he had. A, you thought you had him covered. He turned right around and makes an amazing one-handed catch. So there's a lot of value in guys like this who are willing to put themselves out there to play any position possible to help the team. I love players like that, and it's going to be really interesting to see what Quincy Bonner does. You know, in this picture right here, a picture's worth a thousand words, and I'm looking at the picture that's on the screen. He really looks like. He wants to work on his footwork. He's probably going to beef up a little bit because if you're going to play defense right now, you're at 185, which is still a good size for a defensive back. You might want to get up to maybe, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm just guessing you may want to get up to like 200. 6 to 200. You can go ahead and play a little bit of safety. You might be even good at the, uh, at receiver. I'm not receiver, but defensive back. You know, there's a lot of these guys out here are, um, that are pretty quick wide receivers. If you can cover somebody with a with a big stout body like that, it's gonna be hard to get the ball get the ball over the, his head. Not too many people are gonna get a jump ball on a guy like that that is a six foot two, or maybe he just stays the same size and and and, and maybe bulk up to maybe one ninety and um continuous. I mean, continue to be uh better at at his craft instead of worrying about the weight and conditioning it's going to be really cool to see i'm 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 happy for it and it, it makes things exciting i'm really ready to see how this plays out I mean, i'm just ready for football season in general you know just ready to see what this team is going to be about because the makeup of this team is very interesting You've got a lot of quarterbacks here. The running game is still the same. And not only, not even going to say the running game is the same, but the running game talent is the same. And not only that, it's gotten a little bit better with a four-star recruit. And uh, Omar Caspi, I think I said that right, that, that guy's fast. And you turn right around and get a four-star running back, I mean, the door's open on almost anything. You know, then you look at the defensive backs, you, you add Quincy Bonner to everything else that we have. You have the apps, Ashton Whitner, Mark Stampley. You have the, uh, I mean, another guy that just seems like he's a leader in Derek Canteen. I mean, he's learned from the guys like a Kendall Vildor or whatever the case may be. You know, so he knows these guys are, you know, are, are building up, you know, a, you know, building up a record, a name recognition for themselves. And they haven't even touched the field yet. Like I said, you know, uh, Ashton, uh, touch the field this year. 
No, you already know Derek Canteen did what he do, did. Six interceptions before he got injured in his uh his freshman year. He actually had a fumble recovery as well. You know, and I'm just so excited about Ashton Whitner and all these other guys, what they're capable of doing. And I mean, and, and for Quincy Bonner to move over to uh cornerback where we can well defensive back, where we can always use these type of players. And uh to, you know, not that just these type of just people in that position. And and another thing, you got teams that like to throw the ball. Let's talk about some of these teams that's going to like to throw the ball a lot. I mean, and I'm not even going to get into the usual suspects. Old Dominion like to throw a little bit. You know, Marshall, you already know what Marshall's capable of. You know, I don't know too much about Southern Miss, but I do know the uh, FBS, uh, FCS powerhouse James Madison is going to try to throw on us. So we're just talking about the teams that are not even here yet. So we're going to need a many defensive backs. Appalachian State, you know what they're going to do. Georgia State, they're 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 throwing the ball a little bit better now. You know, the guys in Conway, South Carolina, which I I I'm impressed, and I don't like what they're doing at the same time. But I like the fact that they are you know making a big name for themselves in the Group of Five, being ranked. Louisiana, they lost Billy Napier, but you already know what they're capable of. Troy has always been a thorn in our side when it comes to the passing game. So you're going to need these defensive backs. You're going to need these guys to step up and cover the field, you know, because they're capable. Those other teams are capable of throwing the ball. We, we saw how bad our secondary was last year, and I didn't even want to get into that, but you saw how bad our secondary was last year, and that is something that we're going to have to work on. It's just something we're going to have to work on, and, and I think that with Whitley going back to the cornerback coach, and you have Will Harris, Coming in as defensive coordinator with a special, he specializes in the secondary. I think that's one position that's going to be probably most improved outside of quarterback. So on offense, the quarterback is going to be most improved. Improve on defense is going to be the secondary. Because I think our front seven has always been good. It's been pretty good throughout the entire, you know, you know, what five seasons. So we're going to be fine. That that's going to be pretty cool. So I can't wait to see how this plays out. Congratulations to Quincy Bonner. Uh, and he may not think it's that much of an achievement, but for you to take that step from one position to the next and put in that work and you're getting that opportunity, I congratulate you. I can't wait to see how you play out. Now, before I go, I want to say this. I hope there's another player that played tight end for Georgia Southern. Oh, he's moving over to defense as well. No one even wanted to mention his name, man. Y'all know how I feel about it. Sean Pell Kissing need to be on the defensive side of the ball. Point blank. So Will Harris, Coach Will Harris, Coach Clay Helton, man, hey, listen, I've been advocating for the guy to be over on defense before you guys even came here. So um I know I don't I, I don't have much weight with my voice or whatever, but hey, I know when I see a great talent when I see it. And I'm saying it, great talent on the defensive side of the ball. Watch that kid's tape and he's amazing. Maybe we'll be making another episode about him moving from offense to defense, finally. But that's going to be the end of this show. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this. You know, I try to keep this around between 20 and 30 minutes. If you like this content, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel or the avenues that you want to subscribe to. YouTube, first in frame rates. Uh, Rumble, first in frame rates. Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you want to check those avenues out as well, you want to listen to me on the go, don't have to worry about watching me talk. You just want to listen. 
It's all there. Subscribe to it. If you're on Apple or if you're on any of these podcast avenues that give a rating, man, give your boy a five-star rating. I'm out here trying to make it happen and give you guys the best content possible. Also, if you want to donate all the links down in the description and it's all love, even if you don't want to, uh, or you can't at the moment, the fact that you're listening is just as great. I really appreciate y'all. I'm going to get up out of here. I will see you guys on Tuesday. Hopefully your Monday goes great. And I'll see you guys then. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.